Hi, I'm your host, Christina Hubbard, and this is the Creative and Free Podcast, where creative hearts come fully alive to the pursuit of joy. This is episode 31. Today, author, spiritual director, and podcaster Charlotte Donlin guides us in a spiritual practice of divine drawing. Charlotte has been the artist of the month on the podcast. Last week, we talked about Advent, grief, and the spaces only God can fill in our creative lives. Please check out parts one and two of our interview, The Privilege of Shared Loneliness. Have you been listening to the podcast a while and thought of a friend who might like it too? Well, it's easy to share the podcast. And when you do, you are helping a creative influencer like yourself to feel known, heard, and hopefully that will increase their joy. So please share this podcast with a friend. Today, you are in for a real treat. Charlotte Donlin is the author of The Great Belonging, How Loneliness Leads Us to Each Other. She is going to lead us in a practice to help us pay attention to our surroundings and notice God there. If you've been busy preparing for Christmas, this might be a wonderful little mini retreat that you can take before or after Christmas to settle in and listen to God's voice. Although this recording is around 10 minutes long, I really suggest allowing 20 to 30 minutes for the entire practice. Enjoy. Hi, I'm Charlotte Donlin, and I'm going to guide you through a spiritual practice that I'm calling Divine Drawing. Thanks so much to Christina for inviting me to do this. You will need a pencil or pen. Pencil would probably be better, and you'll also need a few sheets of paper, and it would be best if at least one sheet of paper is plain without any lines on it, but lined paper will work fine also. So in my book, The Great Belonging, How Loneliness Leads Us to Each Other, there are five parts, and one of the parts is called Belonging to Ourselves. And at the end of that part, like the last chapter in that section, I write about, let's see, the title is called Drawing What's in Front of Us, and it's about how drawing can help us notice things. And I share an experience that I had during a vacation by myself where I drew something and it helped me remember that time in my life. And here's an excerpt from that chapter. It's about how John Ruskin um, valued the art of drawing and not art of drawing as in you have to be an artist to do it, but just the practice of drawing and why it's important. Okay, so here's an excerpt. Ruskin didn't think drawing was dependent on talent. Rather, he thought drawing was vital because it could teach us to see that is, to notice rather than merely look. As we draw what is in front of us, we gain a more informed understanding of how it is truly formed, and that leads to sharpened memories of it. Ruskin believed drawing was more important than writing, and that more emphasis should be placed on drawing instruction. He told a royal commission on drawing in 1857, My efforts are directed not to making a carpenter an artist, but to making him a happier, making him happier as a carpenter. So I love that. And um, my experience drawing during that vacation has just led me to think more about 
how it helps us connect to our places and connect to um, the things around us and to help us see and notice how God is present as we are in our places. So I'm going to read a prayer that I read before every spiritual direction session that I do with my clients. And then I'm going to pause for a few seconds. And if you want to pause this and take a longer time of silence before you start, you can do that. Just press pause and then press play when you're ready to move forward. Um, And then I will guide us through this practice. All right, let's pray. Take, Lord, and receive all my liberty, my memory, my understanding, and my entire will, all I have and call my own. You have given all to me. To you, Lord, I return it. Everything is yours. Do with it what you will. Give me only your love and your grace. That is enough for me. All right, I want you to pray as you do this exercise. Try to give uh, your attention to what's around you and what's in front of you. If anything is um, distracting you, just let it float on by. If, If thoughts come that have to do with something else, notice them and let them drift away. All right, I want you to write down seven things that you see right now. Just seven things that are around you. They can be small or big, important or inconsequential. Just write down seven things. All right, now I want you to write down seven colors that you see right now. Okay, now I want you to write down seven words that come to mind while you notice and give your attention to your surroundings right now. And if I'm not pausing long enough in between these instructions, just press pause and press play when you're ready to move forward. All right, this next one is to write down three memories that come to mind that are connected to the space you're inhabiting right now. So you definitely need to press pause while you think about this one and write um, those memories down. If you happen to be in a brand new space, just free write for a few minutes, write down anything that comes to mind. And if nothing comes to mind, just write a phrase like, I don't know over and over again until something else comes to mind that you can write down. So 
take a couple of minutes and write down three memories that come to mind or free write, just whatever you're thinking about right now. All right, now that you have written down seven things that you can see, seven colors that you can see, and seven words that come to mind, and three memories, and it doesn't have to be exactly three, it could be more or fewer, I want you to take a few deep breaths and ask God to show you what you need to see right now. God, I pray that you would open our eyes to see what's in front of us, um, to notice your presence around us, and to give our attention to the spaces we inhabit. Amen. All right, now I want you to pick something around you and draw it. You can draw an entire corner of a room. You can draw a single lamp. You can draw a patterned rug. It can be anything. Um, Include as many details as you can. And if you finish and want to draw something out, feel free to do so. Don't worry about the quality of your drawing. Many of us aren't great at drawing. Um, The artistic rendering is not our focus. We are focusing on the process of giving our attention to our surroundings, connecting with our surroundings, and noticing God's presence amid our surroundings. So I'm going to stop there. Just draw something. Afterward, I invite you to pray and maybe even journal a bit about this experience and how you might have noticed something that you didn't notice before and how the act of drawing um, helped you um, see certain details that you had missed before. Thanks so much for doing this spiritual practice with me, and I hope that it helps you see the things around you and see God in your life and in the world, the larger world beyond us. Thank you so much for tuning in today. A real special thanks to Charlotte for sharing the spiritual practice with us in this episode and for being my guest all month to discuss such an important topic in our lives right now, loneliness. You can hear parts one and two of our interview called The Privilege of Shared Loneliness um, that were aired earlier this month. It's so easy to imagine everyone else around us in the world happy and connected, but the truth is most of us are struggling with loneliness in some form. That's why I invited Charlotte on the podcast. I battle loneliness too. And she's right. When we talk about it, we feel less alone. I've been so encouraged to be more honest with others about how I'm coping these days and to reach out to more people who might need a friend. One way to put into practice what you hear in these podcasts is to try this spiritual exercise a few times. Another is to share the podcast with a friend. Try the spiritual practice on your own and then come together with that friend and share how it was for you. One of my teachers, Trevor Hudson, says, There are no private salvation deals. That means I don't do this Christ journey alone. 
When I share what I'm learning with someone, there's a tangibility and a realness in my faith that grows exponentially. Be sure to get Charlotte's book, The Great Belonging, How Loneliness Leads Us to Each Other, and connect with her online at Charlotte Donlin. I pray that your Advent, Christmas, and New Year are full of peace, presence, and a reassurance of God's miracle of love for you. I would love to leave you with this poem called Blessing of Hope by Jan Richardson from her book, The Cure for Sorrow. So may we know the hope that is not just for someday, but for this day, here, now, in this moment that opens to us. Hope not made of wishes, but of substance. Hope made of sinew and muscle and bone, Hope that has breath and a beating heart. Hope that will not keep quiet and be polite. Hope that knows how to holler when it is called for. Hope that knows how to sing when there seems little cause. Hope that raises us from the dead. Not someday, but this day. Every day. Again and again and again.